podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello everybody, welcome along to live match reaction here on the Rangers Rabble. How are you all? I hope you're well. I'm Martin and I'm joined today by that gorgeous, gorgeous man, Cammy. Cammy, how are you? I gave him the big intro and he's froze, Ross. Ross, how are you? That's that's God telling you I'm the handsome one, mate. That is, that's, that's exactly what God said. I hope, I hope you're going to comment on Cammy looking a wee bit Paul Le Guin-esque today. He's a wee <laughs> bit of hair grown. Well, I'm good, mate. I'm good, thank you. Um, Cammy, are you with us now? Are you, are you uh, I'm with you now, sorry. I sorry, just... Uh... Just uh, arriving late into the box. <laughs> uh, right, look, everybody watching, please do get your comments in. It'd be good to hear your thoughts in the game because I think, judging by the conversations we had before we came on, there's slight differences in opinion. Um, we are live across all platforms, YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. If you are watching on YouTube, please do hit the like button and subscribe. It really, really does help us grow. I'm going to set a wee target for this reaction. I've never set a target before, and I'll probably fall flat in my face. But if we could reach 200 likes on this, that would be absolutely phenomenal. Get it spread. Um, please do check out our website as well, rangersrabble.co.uk, um, for articles, blogs, uh, youth stuff, hundreds of, hundreds of stuff. And, and there's a forum coming soon as well, which I know that Cammy will be writing. Um, Cammy, there's also another uh, medium we have, the Rangers Rabble Network. Where can people find that? On Patreon. There's masses of content, and it's well worth £2 a month. And how would they how would they find our Patreon? They would search for it. <laughs> <laughs> the link is in the description. <laughs> Patreon.com forward slash Rangers. Rabble, right, let's get into the game then. Um Ross, in fact, what, what did you make of the, the game overall? First 20, 25 minutes, I'm thinking to myself, oh, what's going on here? Slow, slow start again, and it we've not put a forward a full it's becoming uh, a recurring theme with a podcast. It's uh, like we show up for a half a game. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen Gerald saying their first 20, 25 minutes. We never showed up. Um, I would go as far as to say up until the penalty. We didn't look likely until the boys dived in and gave away a silly penalty. Cammy, it was a, it was a strange one because right for the word go, St Mirren Maratta, they were up for it, they were confident, they were passing it about what I didn't expect that type of play from St Mirren, albeit I haven't seen a great deal of them. We didn't look at the races. Um, we were slow. And and look, you've got to be honest, it's a fantastic strike. It's a great strike. Um, but traditionally, uh, we, we we toil in these early kickoffs on a Sunday for for whatever for whatever reason. Spoke about it in the, in the preview show with, with Eric and it's uh, it's a worry, you know. But for twenty minutes, we couldn't get couldn't get a touch. They were they were sharper, you know. They they they've had a week to prepare for the game. They're totally up for it. We've played on Thursday night. No making excuses, but they've just came out the traps far quicker. And uh, the boy scores a a worldy comedy errors in the the build up to it. Yeah, uh, Davis, uh, Tav, Lundstrom. The boy has a strike. I would need to see it again. Um, I'm no, I'm not saying that uh, McLaughlin would save it, but 
uh, Ross would probably be able to, um, from the goalkeeper's point of view, I'm not sure if he, he moves his feet enough to actually to get close enough to it, but that's just picking. It's a great strike and fair play to the boy, you know, but for 20 minutes we were, we were panicking. Twitter was going absolutely mental and um, 20 minutes onwards we managed to get a touch and actually... I, I was talking to myself during the game, just string a few passes and try to get two and three and four passes. And then what came from it, we obviously um, got Hadji onto the ball more and then he obviously yeah. wins the wins the, wins the the penalty and then we get a, get a, a quick second, you know. But it was, uh, it was a, it was a hard-fought um, hard victory over the piece. A very, very hard-fought victory. But, Ross, something you said to me before we started, and, and listen, let's discuss it. John McLaughlin coming in for Alan McGregor. I'm not sure why. I didn't see Gerard's pre-match interview, so I don't know why. Um, rested, McGregor. rested, rested, Martin. Does he need rested, Ross? No. Nope. Um, for me, when you watch the, the angle from behind the boy who shoots, He's hit the ball for, what, 30, 35 yards. Mm-hmm. I paused it when the ball was travelling maybe nine yards out and John McLaughlin's still standing flat-footed. Mm. He's, he's, he's in a good position, as Cammy says. See if he takes one step and dives, but he's flat-footed and then dives dead late. For me, Aaron McGregor. Aaron, that's the saves McGregor makes. And that's, that's what we keep saying about McGregor McLaughlin. McGregor offers you the short stopping. McGregor will, will say things that other goalies only dream of saving. You're playing McLaughlin again today for me because you're hoping to be all over the top of St Mirren and pegging them back and he plays in as a sweeper keeper and play, essentially plays as your sweeper. Um, but I, for me, he's very slow to react. Uh, and I like McLaughlin. I think he's a good goalie. I think a very good goalkeeper. But for me, on, on the day-to-day, he looked back at his cell and be disappointed. Right, just to go to some of the comments, uh, Ricky Forbes, goalkeeper not to blame, it was a peach of a strike. Uh, Ross Bennett, uh, Aribo looked lost in the first half, we'll come back to that. Doogie um, doesn't move across the line quick enough, and Ricky again, McGregor rested because of his age. So Cammy, um, I think Cammy might have froze again, but I'll ask him the question anyway. Um, McLaughlin, could he have done better for you, or as like a few of them have said in the comments, is it just a, a really good strike, Ro- Ross? Oh, here he's coming again. No, it's a it's a great strike. It is a great strike, but for me, the Rangers' first choice goalie should be saving it. But you can ask Cammy that question. I'll ask Cammy now that he's back in. Yes, Cammy, should McLaughlin do better with the St Mirren goal? I wouldn't like. It's not a horrendous mistake, but I think he could have certainly got closer to it. And I think um, what we've basically said pretty much covers it. You know, it's not a, a glaring mistake. Um, I know we're trying to manage Alan McGregor, and um, the manager spoke about it. You know, I know his age and all that sort of situation. I, I would just like to have the same back five as consistently as possible. McGregor doesn't have to do a lot of training in between matches. You know, so. I, I don't know, and I think they, they asked Chris Boyd about it, and and Boyd basically said that he thought McGregor would be able to uh, would be able to, to play pretty much every game, you know. But I think it's uh, it is a frustration of mine, I must admit. And then for me, Cammy, it was 
really, really frustrating because for, I think it was like 25 minutes, I mean, we couldn't touch St Mirren. We couldn't get near them. Um, and I, I really don't know where that type... I mean, everybody can have a slow start, right? I get that. Everybody can. But it was 20, 25 minutes, yeah, a really shocking start. Aye, no, as I said, it was. I'd love to, I'd need to watch it back again, but I don't think we strung two passes together until about 25, 30 minutes. And they were winning every, they were winning every first ball, second ball, third ball. We were just, we were just slow uh, and completely off the, completely off the pace. Um, when the ball was coming up, I think players were, you know, I think roof slipped a couple of times. I think, I, I don't know if there was an issue with the, with the surface with some of the players that, that uh, slipped a few times and we were just, um, we were just miles off it and I thought it was going to be a, I knew it'd be a hard, a hard fought game prior to the match, but you're going one down, you're making it even harder for yourself, to be honest. Um, but fortunately, we managed to show a wee bit of quality in the, the latter stages of the first half. We did, and we'll come to the penalty in a wee minute, Ross, but just kind of before that, when we started to get back into the game, it was, it was strange. We had two corners, both identical, and Connor Goldson should perhaps... It, at least score one of them, but he heads them identical corners right to the goalkeeper. Aye, he's up. He's up early. Um, gets a good contact, but I get, if you're getting up and winning a header, a challenge that's hard. It's not as if there were three headers. He's won a header mm-hmm. under a challenge. So if you're getting to, if you're trying to beat a centre half to the ball, Martin, it's um, it's hard to be able to direct it as well. Do you know what I mean? A lot of the time he's just trying to get a contact. Uh, I want to win the ball and it's your Donald Duck if it goes in or, or straight down the goalie's throat. I know. And let's move on to more positive things then, Cammy, because after that, um, I think it's fair to say that we actually, if you if we watch the game back, we'll probably see that we started to play quite well. Um, we looked as if we were, we were creating chances. We looked as if, to be fair, I think we, we looked as if we were going to get back into it. And then Alan Power... Phil's had you in the box, um, and we're going to get we're going to get the, the the usual suspects coming out going oh penalty to Rangers never a penalty Stonewall penalty. don't don't dive in don't don't give, don't give the referee a decision to make you know what I mean it's like it's a penalty you can mm-hmm. you can watch it a hundred times and it's a penalty and it get, it gets us back into the gets us back into the game and and that's I think sometimes you need. Sometimes you need something like that. Maybe you need a set piece or a bit of a penalty or a free kick. Or I think we'd had a couple of um, goals and had had a couple of uh, corners, a couple of headers for corners for Tal. Um, Roof takes the penalty, and I think he's now uh, obviously he's decided I'm the penalty taker, and he's he stroked that away very, very comfortably, you know. And it's uh, game on. You're back in the you're back in the game, and then obviously managed to. To get that fantastic 100th goal for my my man Buffalo, <laughs> and the, the thing was, Ross, I don't think Pepper was booked for the the challenge on Hadji. I'm pretty sure he wasn't. I don't think he was. Martin, Which is a, I guess. a strange one for me. That's what Cammy's Cammy's talking about. He's dived in because Roofs initially took the ball off him in the middle of the park, pressed him, so he's trying to make up for losing possession of the ball. Mm-hmm. And when you when you try and make that up. Not obviously known how well Hadji's Hadji's on either foot. He's obviously dived in to try and to try and stop him getting a shot on goal, and Hadji's just slipped him 
it's a clear penalty. I don't think anybody can can tell you it's it's the most blatant penalty I've seen since the Aribo one during the week that VAR never gave. <laughs> I know, and and that's the thing, Ross. Roof taking it. I mean, I don't I don't really suppose it, it matters who takes the penalties as long as they score. But I mean, is, is that Tav saying right? I've had my time now. L- let's move on. And I was actually a wee bit surprised that. They never gave it to Alfie to try and get that monkey off his back, that, that 100th goal. I think Ruth looks clinical with him. He looks confident. He um, does. He scored three out of three this season. Um, I'm pretty, obviously, he missed, he missed in the shootout in the, the quarterfinal of the Scottish last year um, with a poor penalty. But if somebody's hitting him, Hitting them well, and the one scored today, you know, see a better penalty. Do you know what I mean? Right in the bottom corner, Almix went early and died full stretch, still never got near it. Um, so, see for me, see if you've got a striker who's who's scoring goals and who's looking confident hitting the penalties, then I'm, I'm sorry, but if, if having your steps up to take that penalty today, your heart's in your mouth. Whereas right. for me, yeah, I was confident Ruth would slot it because of the, the form he's in. And then, of course, a minute later, Cammy, um, lovely ball into the box for Tavernier and Alfie Zer. We heed a hundred goals for the football club. Phenomenal. And what a celebration, honestly. Yeah. Ma- magic, absolutely magic. Um, I'm reading uh, Ricky in the comments. He's obviously talking about Morelos uh, going on a run now. And I think it has weighed on his shoulders. And I think the manager spoke about it when you're close to close to landmarks, I think sometimes you, you become a bit tentative and I think he's had he's, uh, he's had a difficult spell in recent weeks, he's still not playing uh, anywhere near the Morelos um, at his best, but he's got his goal, um, delighted for him, 100 goals for Rangers is a great record, I think it's pretty much one and two that he's scored over the over the course, um, I delighted, delighted for him, and hopefully he can he can kick on now. And we're going to need him to go into a run of goals. And him and if him and Roof can start scoring every game, we're going to win more games, and we're going to we're, we're going to lose. That's for sure. A wee bit of a run now, then Ross for Alfie, um, because Cammy mentioned the celebration there. It looked like a massive, massive weight off his shoulders. Yep. I hope he. I hope that the next chance he gets, he scores because I think he's a player who, if he scores the next one, then he scored two chances out of two. If he misses the next one, then it becomes again off. Was that was that a fluke? It bounced up and he managed to get his head on it. But it's, I think he's a confidence player, Morelos, and I think he definitely. It, he feeds off the fans and the fans feed off him. I think you could see that quite clearly after the goal when there's this outpouring of emotion. Um, Fans coming down to, to greet him, and he's he's your talisman. I've heard Cammy saying it a hundred times. And and the worst thing for me about the Morelos situation is he's that much head and shoulders above our other strikers that we need to play him even when he's not on form. We can't take him out because no one's even close through that central role. We spoke a wee bit before the pod. You put it and out on loan to gain experience. Sakara for me looks like another. Uh, it's early days, but it looks like an Michael Harrington to me, somebody who's got sheer pace, but nowhere to run to because teams sitting against us. Um, hopefully that will, hopefully that will, um, over time he'll learn how to play against a, a packed defence. But for me, Morelos has got to keep playing because there's no one near him. 
Martin, you're on mute. Martin, you're on mute. And I'm on mute. There you go. I was halfway through a big, massive speech there. Um, that's the be- that's the best bit of the first fifteen minutes. We've no here. We can't actually hear what you're saying. I know it's great, and I, I don't know why I don't just stay on mute. Um, right. So during the week, I received an email from Jim uh, from the RSC in Hong Kong, um, which is one of the the, the the largest in the world for British expat, uh, expats, um, to say that. Um, they're a big fan of the podcast. I was having quite a down day, I'll be honest with you. Um, and it, it really, really cheered me up. And he asked me to give him a wee shout-out on the show. So look, a big shout-out to Jim and everybody at the RSC in Hong Kong. When you do stuff like this, all we see is the guys in the windows and you see the comments. And it's unfathomable sometimes to think that there's people in Hong Kong, Jordan, Qatar, all the kind of places that sit and listen. So it's phenomenal. So thank you, Jim. Um, just wanted to give him that wee quick shout out there. Cammy, a big thing happened at half time actually, um, or just before half time. Um, Erahon went off for St Mirren. Um, I don't know if anybody picked up on this. For me, that was that was quite big in the game as well because not only is he a, a really good up, up and coming player, but he was causing us problems in that first half. I mean, I think they're a good side. You know, I think they've been a good run of form and they've obviously got, I like, I like the boy the boy McGrath, I think he's a good player as well, obviously picked up an injury later on in the game, but I, they, they, for me they burnt themselves out after 20 minutes, uh, St Martin, so I think I, the boy going off isn't great, but um, I just think they, they put everything into the first 20 minutes, scored a goal and then um, Rangers, Rangers uh, managed to control it after that. We did control it, Ross, um, but t- to be honest, the, the second half really just more of a damp squib, to be honest. There wasn't really a lot in the game in the second half. We were in probably, we were in control, but nothing ever really looked like happening in that second half, did it? Gerard said it himself after the, in, in his post-match, they, they went looking for the third period. Likely that wasn't going to, that wasn't going to come. They thought better to just hold on to the ball and, and see the game out. For me, as a Rangers fan, playing St Mum, you want to be going and battling teams, but see at the end of the day, see sitting back and it's got us a point. It's got us the it's got us the three points that we needed. See if you go and try and score a third and they hit you on the counter, all of a sudden mm-hmm. it becomes a lot worse. So listen, Gerard's Gerard's the manager. And if he decides to sit back, that's what he gets paid the big bucks for. And on his head be it. It's worked for us today. Will it always work for us? Has it always worked for us? I'm not sure. But it's worked today and we've got the three points. So at the end of the day, that's all that matters. And seeing out games, Kami, um, look, I don't know if it's... We do these reactions quite quick after the game, right? So I, we could quite simply watch this back and maybe it didn't look as nervy as what it was. But it just seems to be that we haven't quite grasped how to calmly control a game and see it out. I think um, there's always a bit of nervousness when it's one when there's only one goal in it. There's always nervousness. I don't mm. think it matters. I don't think it matters how how it's going. You've obviously got the the game last weekend. The game last weekend, you're one 0 up. You should be you should be three or four goals up, and then you you lose, and then that's a wee bit of nervousness uh, creeps in. I mean, ideally, I wanted to come out in the second half and score 
score a, a third goal, put the game to bed as as early as possible. You always want that two goal cushion, but we've um, we've 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 sought through. They've no, they've had a few set pieces, long throws, corners, all that sort of stuff. But man, the keepers not had any 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 saves to make. I don't think they even had a had a shot and goal um, of any note in the second half. So. Uh, we Zakala had a header, you know, and I, I think our tempo dropped. Um, I don't know the the rationale. Um, trust the manager and Michael Beale with regard to them maybe managing managing the schedule that we've got over the over the over the period just now, and they're just trying to uh, do enough to get through games and win games, and it, it's been good enough today. But I it's I think you can watch the game back now. That we've got the three points, and you might be able to be a bit. You're, you're watching it. You're, you're talking here about forty-five minutes to an hour after the game, where it's all mm-hmm. the emotions of certain instants, and everything's pretty is pretty raw. And it, sometimes when you take that step back and watch it, you think, oh, "Well, we were actually quite well in control, even though it was only it was only two-one, you know." But the seven minutes of injury times the only time I started to get a wee bit. Um, a wee bit nervy, and any time I see a goalkeeper with an luminous colour top um, <laughs> coming up, uh, it brings it brings back um, it brings back bad memories to last season. And I always just think, go and just mark, make sure you mark the goalkeeper um, and <laughs> defend the corner, you know. But uh, we we've seen it through three points, and I think last season we went unbeaten the whole of last season, but there was a lot of games we only won by a single goal. Or two one or, or whatever we didn't we didn't scud teams four and five every other week, and as as hard as uh, as to watch on a, on occasions, these are the games that win league titles. Um, you know we have to yeah. just <laughs> it's no great we can't play like Man City and, and win five every week. It's uh, the the reality of the situation is three points is all that matters, and we hope that three points and performances improve in the weeks ahead the more we're getting a bit of continuity of selection I think there's there's players that are there all the time now and fingers crossed we can keep everybody healthy and we can get Ryan Kent back into the mix in the next uh, next 10 days hopefully You mentioned there about it being you know 45 minutes after the game te- no tensions but you know you're still the adrenaline's still kicking through and of course, we do have the Rabble Extra podcast that comes out on a Monday. We'll be going into the game in a bit more detail. Um, and where can you find that, Ross? Patreon. Patreon, there you go. Link is in the description. There you go. Um, right, well, um, I suppose, and there's lots of comments coming in. We've actually increased for Lita in the table, Ross. Um, a good result in Europe. Um, so... Should we be a lot happier than what a lot of people are making out, if that question makes sense to you? We should be positive. We're three points clear in the league. We're four points ahead of them. We've just had a good result in the Europa League, so things are actually looking up. I think the difference between this year and last year is Cammy says winning games by one goal. Last year, we looked rock solid at the back. This year, we always look as if we could concede for me. I think that's the difference. That's why we're nervy. Last year, you could be winning 1-0 and you just didn't think they were going to concede. Mm-hmm. Whereas the day, the last two corners in injury time, you're just waiting on a goal, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the difference. 
think that last year you knew we weren't going to concede goals, whereas this year, every time, we look as if we could. Um, but I, we've extended one lead at the top of the table. That was the, the most important um, factor. Three points. You, you get three points whether you win 2-1, 16-0, whatever. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? You get the same three points. So, aye. Happy days. Um, a question from CGM, Cammy, because um, uh, CGM didn't get to see the game. Uh, go aside, how was Morelos? Obviously, look, he's been... Well, I don't want to say berated, but he's, there's been question marks about his commitment, about his performance. Um, a, a lot of it, I think, slightly unfair. I think it's been slightly unfair. But what did you think of him today? He got his goal. And that's, that. that is what, the way I look at it is, that's been weighing on his shoulders. And move forward, sort of thing. Can he do better? Of course he can. Um, but I think... Uh, I don't think he's the only one that's not performing at his best. And I'm not getting into any individuals. Um, there's very few players I've hit the heights of last season. Um, and that's, you know, we, everybody has to improve, not just Morelos. I think um, I, th- I think the goal will do him the world of good. And as I said earlier, repeating myself earlier, um, I expect him to, to kick on for this and, and score midweek and score at Motherwell and then uh, go to Bronby. You know, he's always done that. He's went five, six, seven games without a goal and then he scores he scores seven or eight on the bounce. Um, so, we, as Ross says, he is still the best striker we have to play the, the way that we play and as the as the central striker. Um, and we have to just keep, persist with him and uh, hope that he's for him improves so it was probably a 6 out of 10 just to get to, to his performance overall was probably a 6 out of 10 but he got his goal and he's he's got the 100th and that's uh, that's what that was my my that was my take on uh, Morelos for today it was a 6 out of 10 and then he scored and it became an 8 out of 10 would that be the fair football manager way to look at it yeah um Ross was Lundstrom and now Everybody who has ever watched this before knows that I am hopeless when it comes to tactics. Was Lundstrom moved out of position today to make way for Davis? And if so, did it work? No, I think Lundstrom's been man of the match the last few games, really. came in and cemented that position uh, for himself. Different if maybe you were bringing Davis in to give Lundstrom a rest because he had a, a tough shift through the week. But to, uh, to move Lundstrom to accommodate Davis to come in, I, I don't think David, I think Lundstrom's given that position a wee bit extra because he's got that burst forward that Davis doesn't give us anymore. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, Davis is still a fantastic player and he'll keep you possession. But in games like today, I prefer Lundstrom in that position for for he's 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 got the the change of speed to move forward. You wouldn't think he had the change of speed when the first goal went in right enough, but it looks as if he was anchored to the grass. But um, I, for, for me, it was a strange one to move him out and then put him into a position where he did struggle for his first couple of games. Um, so, uh, yeah, it was weird. I know, and, and it's accommodating Davis Cammy who... I really, really do not want to criticise Stephen Davis in any way. Um, but again, today, the game just seemed to pass Davis by. And to move Lundstrom out of that position where he's been so, so good, and like Ross says, look, put him into a position where he, he tends to struggle a little. 
Um, I think when the manager looks back on that, he'll, he'll, he'll admit he got that wrong. It's a, it must have surprised me. I thought the, the change would have been Kamara coming in for Davis from yeah, from, 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 from Thursday night. Um, I had said to somebody on, on Twitter before the game, I said, I don't think we'll see Davis and, and Lundstrom playing together in too many SPFL matches. So I um, thank the manager for dispelling that within an hour and, and picking the two of them together. You know, but I think Lundstrom is better playing, uh, playing that bit deeper. Um, so I didn't really work for me, I must admit. And I, th- I would expect Kamara to be to be back into his starting lineup on Wednesday night. I think it's he, he's played a lot of football, and I think we've we've gave him the last. Uh, that's him had two games out of the out of the out of the first team. So I would expect to see him uh, back into the starting lineup. But nah, it's Lundstrom and Kamara for me plus plus one other in the in mm-hmm. the middle of the park uh, at the moment. And I think Hadji's. Hadji's playing really, uh, playing really well when he's dropping back into those um, those sort of positions. Depends what sort of formation we're playing, to be honest with you. But um, I, 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 I wouldn't play Davis and Lundstrom together um, much moving forward, to be honest. I know, and look, this is why I love this podcast. I thought Davis and Lundstrom did well together. If you have to choose one or the other, for sure, Lundstrom right now. But there you go. Ross, look, some people think that, that it looked good, it worked. Um, for me, it didn't. And it was a real, real surprise that Kamara was on the bench. I don't know if I've just got, you know, Kamara tinted glasses, but especially in a game like that, but you know it's a tight pitch. The one player I would have wanted on that pitch was playing Kamara. Aye, Kamara's your, your one in the midfield free. He'll take the ball in tight spaces and, and open up the play with turning a, a tight turn or a croy for whatever it is. I, I don't know. Um, the the theme when I looked at it at the start went, that's baffling. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I thought McGregor, not even on the bench, was baffling. Whether he maybe has got an injury, I just remembered that. Uh, McCrory was on the bench, not McGregor. Maybe he has got an injury and uh, the gaffer doesn't want to say too much. But no, for me, Kamara, Kamara should play every game. I, I don't get this. So early on in the season, like we're not even at Christmas yet, and we're, we're taking our best players out to offload them. Just let the boys play football. I don't See, the one thing, no. Ross, I think the one thing with Kamara is that he's away with Finland, and I think he's played pretty much every international that there has been so far this season. So I, I totally agree. I would have Kamara in my, my team every every day of the week, but I think that's potentially part of the thinking that Kamara at no point, he played at the Euros in the summer, has had a shorter summer break, has played continuously every game so far this season, plus for his country, so I, I think that could be the thinking, but I'm with you, I would, uh, Kamara sh- should, when available in 100%, would start for me all the time. But, um, just when you were talking about McGregor there, Martin, I, I need to put forward the fact that my dad's 60, he goes and dives about on the astrograss at the seven sides three nights a week, every week. Not the same, and he gets up and goes to his work the next morning. So, see, I got for me a goalie, doesn't matter what McGregor should be playing every game. All right, I've changed my stance during the podcast. Just get McGregor in, all right? My old dad's inspired me to say, fucking keep the old guy in, all right? Fair enough. It takes a big man to change his mind and admit when he's wrong. But just before we carry on, because I want to come to a comment for Ricky, 
Um, and I'll take that to, to you, Cami, because I think he slightly disagrees with you. Um, for everybody that's just joined, um, if you're on YouTube, could you please give the video a like? And uh, of course, subscribe. Why would you not subscribe? We've just recently passed 3,000 subscribers. Um, so I want to kick that on and get to four, five, six, of course. But if you, we've set a target of 200 likes, which we've never had before. So there's a, from what I can see just now, there's 158 people watching. If you all hit the like button just now, we will surely get over 200 likes. Are you getting time. a haircut? Are you getting a haircut if we get to two? I had planned on getting a haircut today, and unfortunately, something happened at home, so I couldn't get it. Cami, so, what happened is he was to go to the barbers and ask for a cami rather than getting a baldy like you. They gave him a Chris Kamara. That's that thing. <laughs> I know. No, I was meant to get a haircut. I will get a haircut very, very soon. But Cami, no, no, it's not a haircut. It's a baldy. You said you would shave your hair bald. Are you did? Right, it's no, it's not a ball day. I've just been, I've just been informed that my partner's away out and my daughter's outside playing. So we all need to wrap this up very, very shortly. Uh, Cami, Ricky Forbes, Lundstrom and Kamara are the same. That gives you zero creativity. Um, not, not if Hadji's the third one alongside them. You know, are you playing Hadji that deep though? Hadji, Hadji for me is. Hadji so is a, we, but, but, but we spoke about Hadji as a number eight earlier in the season, and I think he's played deeper. Uh, I would play him deeper rather than uh, the, the sort of wide right-hand side position. Depends on what formation. Um, I mean, I've seen uh, Ricky's obviously been making a lot of comments um, with regard to uh, a midfield three. I mean, he's talking about Kamara and Lundstrom not having creativity and then you throw Jack into the mix. Now, that's not a midfield three that I, I want to see. I want to see Aribos and and Hadjis and guys that have got a bit of guile um, in the middle of the park. It's just, it comes down to personal opinion at the, the end of the day, but Ryan Jack's been out for eight months. I have repeated that until uh, I'm, I'm blue in the face, and I think we have to be patient. And Ryan Jack has to get through a, a, a sustained period of training and get, uh, maybe bounce games behind closed doors. But I think uh, to expect Ryan Jack to come back uh, firing, having not played since February, I think is uh, is going to be a big ask. If we see him in a Rangers jersey before the turn of the year, I think um, I think we'll have done well, to be honest. Right, Ricky has said, look, I said that because someone wanted to play them with Jack. Fair enough. Okie dokie. Um, Ross, Michael, Gallum, it makes absolute sense, but what about Sakala? Two games and he's failed to kill off when presented with great opportunities. You said to me before we started that you think Sakala is the... Who of this Rangers team? A Michael O'Halloran. You, you think he's the Michael O'Halloran of this Rangers team? Do you not think I that's think, slightly harsh? No, I think he's a I, guy who's got massive, massive amounts of pace, but at this point in time does not know how to use it in this Rangers team because he can't just go in behind. When you're playing St Mun today and they're playing three centre-halves, um, what Sakala's offering you is trying to nip between the last centre-half and the goalkeeper, so in eight, kind of 10 yards of space. He's looking for 30 yards of space to use his pace. The same way Halloran did when he was here. Now, don't get me wrong, Halloran obviously got less of a less of a chance with the fans because of who he is and what he is. But they're the same type of player. They're pacey and they can finish, but they'll be erratic at the same time. So Cara got through the other night, missed a chance. For me, what I, what I said to you before the pod was, why is Itten in Germany? See, when we're looking to, to change the play up and we've got two people with the dirt, why is that big guy know your answer for the bench to, to start bullying teams and give you a different option? Mm -hmm. 
Uh, do you know, that's, that's a fair point about it. That was a strange one for me as well. Um, obviously, clearly, the manager just doesn't fancy him. But, Cami, Sakala did have a big chance today. Um, late on, the ball into the box. Header for about four or five yards out. And he just completely sclaps it. So, I don't want to be too critical because he hasn't had a massive run of games. And I, I don't want to prejudge him because, you know, as Rangers fans, are quite famous for prejudging players. Um, but what's your thoughts? Um, look, um, Ichabod McCrane, for fuck's sake, give Sakala time. And I think that would be my message as well, give him time. I'll just give you a couple of Gwen's throws. Um, just about as much time as I'm giving Cammy's stream today. Well, I, I did say that over time he'll learn how to use his pace in this Rangers team. But yeah. right, now, right now, he's trying to do what he done last year in in Belgium and just run straight in straight lines through teams who are playing a high line. He's not going to get that here. So he, he, that's what I'm saying. He'll be afforded more time. Michael Harlan never was afforded time because he was a Celtic fan. His dad worked for Celtic and he was going to Celtic games where he played for Rangers. That's why he wasn't given the time to adapt and rightly so. But for me, Sakala, when given time, he's obviously a, a good finisher. He scored 16 goals in the Belgian league last year. But right now, he's going to have to change his tact for most games he plays for Rangers, is what I'm saying. Right, Wolf, Wolf the second. Um, I hope your, I hope your stream's better now. Um, Sakala for you, Cami. I can't be bothered asking you that same question again because it was long-winded. Uh, he's, he's, he's just re- very raw, um, you know, and I, 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 I don't think the way that we play um, suits him, to be perfectly, perfectly honest with you. He should score the header today. doesn't matter how you... It doesn't matter whether you're wanting a ball over the top or the ball in short. That's a cross into the box. A header should be 3-1. Good night. Three points. That's it, you know. But um, he's got a bit of pace and you can obviously, you can see it in certain situations in the latter part of matches. But um, there's there's plenty of improvement. Um, But we have to put and realise how many minutes he's actually had and you know, you just have to trust the uh, trust the manager and the coaching staff to to use them how they how they fit. People talk about Etten. Etten probably didn't want another season being a bit part player. Etten mm-hmm. probably wanted to go out. So, you know, I think there's been a bit of um, obviously a conversation being had. I don't know what he's doing over there. I know he scored against Bayern a few weeks ago, but I haven't been following what's um, what's going on with Etten, but. Uh, I don't expect to see it in back as a, as a Rangers player moving forward anyway. Right, OK. Let's stop with all that very, very quickly. Let's just be extremely positive. Um, Ross, fantastic win in Europe. Comfortable yep. win in Europe. And yep. it doesn't matter the level of position, uh, opposition you're playing against. We made it look simple. We then came to today. Not started great at all. But we've turned it around. We've got the win. And now we're sitting three points clear of Hearts at the top of the league. We're sitting four points clear of Celtic, who, let's be honest, will be our closest challengers this season. And if you listen to what a lot of people say, we haven't played well yet. So, I mean, if there's any positive to take for all that, it's we're still top of the league and we haven't played well. Oh, we've got levels to go through. I've said it on, on the pod a few times now. Like When this Rangers team clicks, we're very, very, very good. It's just no clicking now, and I don't know whether it's maybe a body in January that will change that and give us the give us a spark, or whether it will be somebody 
I think if you could get Patterson and Tav on the same part, I think Patterson gives you a spark, gives you that exuberance, G's people up, leads. But to get him in the team, you're dropping your captain, and that's. Do you know what I mean? But a player like that, somebody who just comes in and just brings a spark to the full side, gives people a wee injection, a, a pace and, and passion. Maybe something like that. Right, Cammy. Positives. Give me some positives and then we'll finish up and we'll all go and enjoy our tea and watch. What is a fantastic day ahead of football. So give me some positives. Well, we're top of the league. You know, it's uh, we're in a, we haven't really kicked our own our own backside so far this season to any consistent level. So um, that's the main positive. We're top of the league. We're in the semi-final of the cup. Uh, we've got got a chance of progressing to the the, the next stage in in the Europa League. Players are coming back that have been missing for a while. Um, squad squad depth. I mean, you had guys that never made the bench today. Scott Wright never made the bench today. Um, you know, you've got Kent still to come back into the mix. Jack still to come into the mix. So Scotty Arfield just back after a, a period of uh, being injured and and what have you. So the more players that we've got available, the stronger the squad. We'll need the squad to win the league. We'll need the squad to be successful on all fronts. And um, we're, in a, we're in a good position. Performances can improve, undoubtedly. Manager knows that. Players know that. Fans know that. But we're in a very strong position as we as we uh, speak today. And we just have to go to... We beat Aberdeen on Wednesday night. And then we've got a tough game at Motherwell. You know, we've got three league games before the or four league games before the international break. I think four games before the international break. We just have to win them all and then uh, re- regroup the international break and then and then kick on for a another busy spell. But we're in we're in good shape, top of the league. Long may that continue. Exactly, Mondo. Uh, Club at twenty two. Hello, guys. Uh, after the first 20, 25 minutes, it was about. It was just about the three points today. Happy to go for winning on to Wednesday. Agree that we still have levels. And on that, gentlemen, we shall finish. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, please do give us a like. It's massively, massively important. And a subscribe. Uh, we are, of course, available on Patreon. So loads and loads of content. And we will have the Rabble Extra out on Patreon tomorrow morning. Um, the link is in the description. Patreon.com forward slash Rabble. Give us a follow on all social medias. We have got some excellent giveaways going on just now. You can win the Rangers 150th anniversary talk. If you head over to our Twitter and follow the pinned tweet. So another one. We're all we're all happy, I would say. Um I don't always come across as the most happiest person because of my dulcet tones, but I'm very, very happy. Um so until we speak again, um Cami, Ross, thank you very, very much. Thank you to everybody in the comments and everybody watching, and we shall speak to you again very, very soon. Podcast Network.